Hey everyone, uh, Alex here. We want to do something special this Sunday, and we wanted to hear from different people in our church about their experience in quarantine and in this COVID-19 world that we're living in. Um, one of the things that we believe so deeply at St. Hill is that the testimony of Jesus carries with it the spirit of prophecy, like it says in Revelation 19.10. And really what that means is that when somebody shares a testimony, when somebody shares something that God has been faithful in, in their life, and uh, when they share that, it actually carries with it this sense of the prophetic. In the words of Spurgeon, he says, whatever God has done in the past, he intends to do in the future. And so we wanted to just share these testimonies with you, these stories with you about what God has done in different people's lives in our church, uh, really so that if you need a breakthrough in one of, the, one of these same areas or you want somebody to pray for whatever happened in these people's lives, whatever testimonies they have, that you actually have something that you can hold on to and you can say, but God did it for them. He doesn't play favorites, he doesn't. He loves all of his kids just the same. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And what he's done in the past, we can consider it precedent for what he intends to do in the future. So take some time watch these interviews, and if there's anybody in your group, uh, or if it's you, and it can, and these testimonies connect with where you're at and what, in your life and something that you could really use prayer for in your life, just take these as precedent for what God intends to do in your life. Enjoy. Well, hi, Saints Hill. Um, thank you so much for letting us just share with you today. I'm Jim. This is my sweet wife of 36 years, Kathy. And uh, we just wanted to share a little bit about what God has been doing during this season. And first of all, we just wanted to share something that was kind of fun. And Kathy, you're gonna tell us about what we got to do during this time that was real special. Yeah, two weeks ago, um, we got to go down to Gold Beach to Southern Oregon coast to be with our son and his family and three little grandsons and um, got to see them after about four months of um, COVID. <laughs> anyway, the plan was to take our oldest grandson home with us, Titus, he's seven, and um, we did that, and he got to spend a week with us, and we just had a wonderful time with him, just uh, fishing and biking and just one-on-one -on -one loving on him. That yeah. was the highlight of our season. So good, yeah. yeah. And a couple of years ago, he asked mom and dad on his own to... Uh, to receive Jesus. He took that initiative. That's really special to be able to pour into him on that level as, as well as grandpa and grandma. So yeah. that was that was a lot of fun during this time. But, but obviously it's been a different kind of a season and God's been teaching us some things and we just wanted to share a couple of those things with you tonight really quickly. You, why don't you go ahead and start, hon? Well, I guess the first thing I'm struck with is how fast life can change. Um, mm -hmm. Globally, uh, everything changes in, a, in an instant, um, and how we tend to be like sheep uh, and fear, uh, get kind of caught up in fear. Um, and no wonder Jesus calls us sheep. We kind of tend to have this herd mentality and follow the herd, and, uh, but that we don't have to fear. You know, he calls us to live in perfect love, uh, he is perfect love and he casts out fear. So I've uh, really been trying to know what that means more, um, just live into that and uh, let go of fear and really listen to him. Uh, I'm trying to <clears throat> be a better listener because I pack life full of lots of things. Uh, my schedule's kind of packed and 
at the beginning of the season, before everything shut down, I was kind of saying, I just had this question, uh, God, what are you, when are you going to shut things down? Because he kind of arranges those things sometimes for us on a personal level. Um, didn't have any idea that it was going to be on a global level. Um, so uh, he's had some things to say, and I've been trying to listen, um, be a better listener instead of uh, inviting him into my plan, saying, okay, God, what do you want, how do you want me to fit into your plan? Um, and so he's had some things to say, like uh, just tweaking my thinking about things and um, asking him, what, what do you think? about this situation? What's the truth about this? Not what do I think about it, but what, what do you really think about this? Um, and how can I live into that? Uh, yeah. Oh. And just more on the line of surrendering more um, to his way and leaving some things behind. It's been a, I really sense that it's been a time of shedding, like, just shedding it and leaving it behind and moving forward into a new season and just uh, seeing life from an eternal perspective and knowing where we're headed and knowing my true identity. I don't belong to this world. It's an imperfect world with imperfect people and I'm an imperfect people. Mm -hmm. um, and But that I can bring heaven to earth in my little corner of the world mm -hmm. um, and just uh, being really sensitive to times that he's arranged for me to meet people, like in the neighborhood. Uh, we do walk on a regular basis, and we're, we're getting to know our neighbors better. And just, I look forward to those times of really chatting with them and, um, you know, uh, engaging them in conversation and just making friends with them. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and I think just wanting to trust God more. Uh, uh, we have a lot of history with God <laughs> because we're old. And um, I think that I can look back and say, God, you are faithful. You've always been faithful. You, I have almost 70 years of faithfulness um, with you. And so I know that moving ahead, mm -hmm. you're going to be faithful too. Yeah. And you're going to do, you're going to continue the plan, uh, keep moving forward and I want to be in your plan, not you in mine. Um, so it's a unique opportunity to, uh, and also I think um, when I'm weak, he's strong and I'm uh, just wanting to stand back and let him be strong. That's so good. Yeah, I, I think God's been doing similar things um, for both of us. And, um, and we've had those opportunities to speak to neighbors and do all those things that a lot of you have been doing um, just with more time on our hands. But God's been working uh, in me particularly. And out of his real, real deep love for me, um, he decided that he was going to help me with my yard work. And that makes sense. Don't jump ahead of me. But, but Jesus came and said, hey, Jim, um, grab that pruning shears. Uh, this is a season when there's less distractions, but I want you to grab your pruning shears and we're going to do a little bit of pruning together. And it's going to be you that I'm going to prune. <laughs> 
And out of his tenderness and with grace, you know, it's almost as if we're looking up at a tree and he says, you know that that branch has got to go. And I said, okay, cut me there. And these little twigs here, they're not a really big deal, but they're going to rob nutrition from the, the main trunk. So we're going to snap those off. Are you ready to cut those? And I said, okay, cut those. And um, out of his love, <laughs> uh, we went through that process. And uh, you'd think that after uh, it's been about 135 years between the two of us, we both received Jesus when we were five, so 135 years of pruning. And you'd think after that much time that that pruning would ease up a little bit and we'd be able to coast <laughs> into the finish line a little bit. Uh, but that's not Jesus' way. And I want to read a real quick scripture. It's real short here, but in Hebrews, it says this. Um, let, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily hinders our progress. And let us run with endurance the race that is God has set before us. And we do this by keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus, um, and whom our faith depends from start to finish. And later in the in the Hebrews, you should read Hebrews 12 for yourself. It says this, um, but God's discipline is always right and good for, uh, for us because it means that we will share in his holiness. And I wanna share in his holiness and his desire for me is that I be holy. His desire for you is to be holy, for us in, as a marriage to be holy. And in, the, in his word, he says, I want you to be holy because I am holy. And that's really my desire. Uh, but I've been learning this, and it's taken some time, and remember this, that in holiness, holiness is the soil in which the fullness of the Spirit can really be released. And that's really been my desire. That's been my prayer for the last couple of years, even as we started Saints Hill, that I'd be able to be more filled with the Spirit and bear more fruit. But, it, but holiness always requires some pruning. And so as we move forward as a church, uh, we would just want to encourage you in those things uh, that God's calling us to holiness. And, and, and as you look at how do I do that, how do I endure, I would just say, and I think we'd both say, and you'd hear from all the leaders here at St. Hill, that to immerse yourself in the scriptures, immerse yourself in the presence of God. If you have a problem with what that looks like, come to our, talk to us. And uh, know that we're always here to support you and in, your, in, in, in prayers for you. And so can we just pray for you right now and, uh, and just close like that as we, uh, as we end this little time together. God, I just would ask that you would pour out your spirit on the saints of Saints Hill. And anybody that's within earshot of this, <laughs> that you would just pour out your spirit to them as well. And that you'd empower us, God, to be people that would be all in, <laughs> uh, no compromise. Uh, that this would be a time and a season that there's no looking back and that would be sold out for you completely. So just be with the saints, bless them, encourage them. And we ask these things in the power and authority of Jesus' name. Amen. Hi, I am Lizette and I go to Saints Hill and I'm also a leader at Saints Grill, our local skate ministry that started last summer. 
Last summer, a group of young adults from Saints Hill Church started going to the Newburgh Skate Park on Tuesday nights to empower the local skate community that's there and to tell them about the invitation that Jesus gave when he died on the cross. Um, since we started last summer, we have the Lord has given us so much more vision for the what Saints Grill is meant to be, where he wants it to go, and what we're supposed to be doing this summer. So last summer, it was just supposed to be a launch into Saints Hill Youth that started last September. But as the winter went on and we still were maintaining these relationships with the skaters and discipling them, whether that was over DQ or whether that was um, at house church, we realized that it was so much bigger. This last spring, the Lord uh, spoke to a few of us and just gave us vision of deeper um, discipleship and showing up more consistently to the skate park and creating opportunities for the skaters to come into our homes and to our spaces um, and empower them with authority that they have in Jesus. So since this last season has started again, um, we have seen people or skaters who were questioning the Lord, who were questioning what we were doing at the skate park, start to ask us questions about him, start to show more interest and um, go deeper into what faith really is and what uh, being a Christian really is. And we've been able to have some really cool conversations uh, with skaters from the local park or from skaters uh, out of town. and. We've also been able to continue to disciple the students that we've already been developing relationships with over the last year. And they've started stepping out in prayer and prophecy over each other. And they have started uh, practicing hearing God's voice and going out into their community and going into their homes and to their families and praying over them and speak, hearing what God says over their lives which has been so beautiful to see. We've seen freedom um, come through the skate ministry and we've seen more and more students fall in love with Jesus. And it's just been such an honor to see because they have not only encouraged our team, but have encouraged the other skaters at the park. And the overall atmosphere of the Newbrick Skate Park has changed because of Jesus. We believe all of this has come out of just simple obedience to what the Lord has asked us to do at the skate park. And this can follow in your own homes and in your lives as well. Just uh, asking the Lord what he wants to do in different areas of your life and then taking those steps in obedience towards them. I have seen empowerment and giving uh, people the space to take ownership in the overall mission. Um, it's been huge to see in our skate ministry, but also that applies to everyone's daily lives. Um, I would encourage you to ask the Lord uh, for a specific word for a person that you know that seems far away from Jesus and that you would ask him for a word or to change your perspective on that person and what the Lord says about him or her and that um, that will not only change your heart, but it will also, if you share it with them, it has a chance to change their eternity. And so um, I believe that 
Jesus wants us to reach out to the people around us, whether that's our coworkers or whether that's at the grocery store or whether that's within our local family, starting those conversations, inviting people to the table and inviting people into what you are doing um, as a follower of Christ. With that, I would love to pray for you guys, uh, for boldness, for myself and for the rest of the church. Lord, I just thank you so much uh, for your faithful servants, Lord, that they... um, continue to follow you and continue to set aside time to uh, hear your voice and to listen to what you have to say about the people around them, Father. I thank you that this step of simple obedience, of spending time asking for your perspective of the people around us um, changes things, Lord. It changes our hearts, but when we share it, Lord, it changes the communities around us. Lord, I just pray boldness every, every single person that is listening to this, Father, that they would step out in boldness and um, take a chance at just showing another person how loved they are and how seen they are by the Father. We thank you so much for our community, and we love you. Amen. Hi, St. Hill family. We're Mike and Barbie Doran. We're the deacons of pastoral care and resources here at St. Hill. We also enjoy serving on the hospitality team and the prayer team, which is my favorite, because we like to see God's hand move. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we want to share a testimony with you today about God's goodness and His faithfulness. Um, Back in mid-May, I got sick with what I thought was the flu and um, ended up in ICU in the hospital. Um, with pneumonia and some complications that went along with that. And I'm still not all the way better, but on my way to that. So um, the first part of June, I was um, feeling a little down and defeated because for me, I usually just am sick for a couple days and then I get better and off I go. But that wasn't happening this time. And so I um, was praying and asking God to give me some encouragement. And as I was praying, I I was asking him for a word or a picture, something to encourage my heart. And he, um, he brought to mind just this scripture, Exodus 3, 2. And I remember while I was praying, this was coming to my mind, and I was like, God, I I don't even know what that says. And so kindly and gently, he's like, well, you you should look it up. And so I looked it up, and um, it talks about Moses and the burning bush. And it says, there the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing fire from the middle of a bush. Moses stared in amazement. Though the bush was engulfed in flames, it didn't burn up. And he was speaking to my heart that the things that uh, we were in the midst of, I was sick and we're (laughs) in the middle of a major home remodel, which is huge too, and then just some other things going on in life. And um, he was speaking to my heart that in the midst of that fire, he was in the midst of it. And because of that, 
Mike and I wouldn't be consumed. And so my heart and my mind meditated on that and prayed and talked to God about that and thanked him for his encouragement just day after day after day. And um, about two weeks later, I had um, talked with our elders and asked if they would come to the house and pray. And um, so Alex, um, Pastor Alex, and Jim and his wife Kathy came, and Andoni wasn't able to come, but he was going to be FaceTimed in. So I think it was Jim that asked me, how are you doing? And I started to tell them this story that, of what God had given me, the encouragement God had given me. And um, so then we FaceTimed Andoni in, and they began to pray. And as they were praying, God was giving them words and pictures for us. And they don't know this even yet, but they'll know now that um, every single one of those words and pictures that they shared with us hit so deeply into what we were going through. And so... uh, as they're sharing these words and these pictures, Andoni speaks up over FaceTime and he says, guys, guys, I'm seeing a picture of a tree and the tree is on fire. I mean, it's really on fire, but just like in the story with Moses and the burning bush, it's not being consumed. And so as he's sharing this, like he's sharing his heart, this picture God's giving him, all of us start to chuckle because we all knew. (laughs) We all knew. And um, this was just a confirmation from the Lord. And so in the midst of Andoni sharing, he stops and says, why are you all laughing? (laughs) So we got to share with him the goodness of the Lord. So fast forward about a week and a half later, um, Chad, who's one of our friends here at Saints Hill, had come over to help Mike on a project at the house. And he said, um, we were visiting and he said, you know, before we go out and start that project, can I pray over you? And I said, yes, of course. And so he started to pray. And in the midst of his prayer, he, he paused And he said, you guys, I'm getting a picture for you. I see a tree, and the tree is on fire. I mean, it's really on fire, but it's like the burning bush that Moses saw. It's not being consumed, and I just feel like that's you. And so, once again, confirmation from God that he, to our hearts, that he sees us, he knows us, he loves us, he's in the midst of all we go through, and because he's in the midst, we won't be consumed. Yeah, so dear St. Till family, uh, the takeaway on this is just like what Barbie was saying, is just in the middle of trial, as you may remember, trials that you've been through and that you can trust in him for any future trials, is that not only can that trial feel like it's pretty fiery, 
but here we are. We got spoken to through that process, and mm-hmm. um, we're holding on to it still. So, mm-hmm. uh, in Second Corinthian, Corinthians twelve nine, it says, "In our weakness, He is strong." Mm-hmm. And so, I just want to remind us what we already know of just just ask Him, ask Him through the trial, ask Him. Um, to be there, of course, and um, you may not have the answers. I'm not going to say be humble because that's, that's obviously or that's what it's about is, is weakness. But I'm just going to say ask him to be in the trial with you, mm-hmm. and um, and that is a humility is to just back off what you think might be the answer and roll with what he provides as the answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other takeaway from this is. Um, through Jesus Christ, we already have the victory. 1 John 4, 4 says, You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. And he's in the midst of what we go through. He's right there with you. And because he's our victory, because he's your victory, you will not be consumed. Mm-hmm. And I also want to just encourage everyone to um, to just acknowledge his presence continuously and mm-hmm. deeply. So not just continuously, but, but deeply. And, and that may create movement in you. That may create tears in you that are not <laughs> convenient for timing. But try and be mindful to not put up those little barricades that stop that process when he's mm-hmm. dealing with your heart or yeah. just being with you. And sometimes that can create um, just the unexpected, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so, yeah, just in a con- continuous conversation with him. So, And with mm-hmm. that, we, we wanted to close in prayer together. So. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus, for our Saints Hill family, Lord. Thank you for each and every individual, Lord, that makes up this family. Lord, thank you for your deep and abundant love for each person. Lord, thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness to us, Lord, no matter what we're in the midst of. Lord, everybody's going through something. No matter what we're in the midst of, Lord, you're right there with us. And so we thank you for that. We thank you for your victory, Lord, in our hearts. And it may not look like what we think it should look like, but Lord, we give it to you, and then it looks like what you want it to look like. And that is the best. That's the best answer best solution. So thank you for that, Lord. And uh, we just ask that you be with our Saints Hill family and encourage their hearts today. Amen. And Lord, I just ask for um, just more of your presence for us, Lord, for us as a church body, and that, um, that you continue to open our hearts towards each other so that we have rich, joyful love between each other. Your word says, um, my commandment, 
commandment number two, that you love one another, that your joy be full. And how we experience that here at St. Hill, Lord, we just experience a joyfulness because of the connection that we have with each other. Lord, I just ask that you rich in that even more, add more of your presence, Lord, more freedom yes. and more of your, even more of your goodness, Lord, I just ask that you just part the, any clouds and dump in lots of sunshine on us and in us, Lord. Mm-hmm. And, um, Lord, we trust you, Lord. You've shown, yes. to, you've shown even in trials, Lord, that you are trustworthy and mm-hmm. that we can take your hands and waltz, do the, do the dance through life that you lead, Lord, mm-hmm. and that we can enjoy our, um, our connection with you and letting you lead as we, um, as we, like I say, as we dance across the dance floor in, in a sense, Lord, we just thank you that we have that in you and we thank yes. you that we can trust you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.